welcome. I'm Joe, And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. Yes, again, we have a fantastic hour for you, talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. That's right, we're snipping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip and our pick of the week. There's our new feature for 2022, picking up your ring-in requests. I wonder who'll be on the line today. I wonder indeed. And you can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. Then there's our quick quiz in which Joe enjoys seeing the colour drain from my face as I struggle with five theatre questions. (laughs) And later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot of a show you might not have heard of. Then don't miss our spotlight interview with Julia Kay. Yeah, that's so good. And that's all rushing your way before midday here on Stage Door. Right across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. Oh, good morning, Roddy. Hello, good morning. How are you? Good. You've got a nice kind of very short haircut today. I have. I've trimmed. I've trimmed. I'm a little more hirsute or less, depending on which way you look at it. Uh, okay. Yeah, a little bit of grooming, you know, yeah. a little bit of leaning over the bath with some trimmers. Okay, I don't want the pictures, but... Uh, <laughs> Fully clothed. Imagery. Right. Thanks very much. It looks very nice. Thank you very look much. look very smart and very oh, groomed. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah, wiggling in my seat like a little duckling now. Um, I got very cross yesterday playing Wordle. Do you play Wordle? Oh, I do. Do you play Wordle? I yeah. do. Did you enjoy yesterday's? Um, I can't remember yesterday's, to there be perfectly honest. There was an American honest. English spelling oh, of something in yes. There. That did take me a little bit. Furious. Yeah. I was like, why? This, there's no word with these letters. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Uh, I noticed that the British Embassy in Washington tweeted about it. Did they? Uh, yeah, it's been in all the major newspapers. So nice to know that it's almost sparked a diplomatic incident. You know what's really bad? Is that I I'm stay up quite late working. And um, literally, when midnight goes, I play it. I've messed that up by, I've done it, I've, I missed one by a few seconds, and so now it sort of releases it at about 5am to me, I think. What? So, I, yeah, I never quite know what the crossover time is. Oh, I always get a new it's one midnight, bang on midnight, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, mine, mine threatens to loom at all times of the day and night. If you have no idea what we're talking about, it's a sort of online scrabbly type thing. Yeah. Wordle. Just I like it because it it's just one a day. You can't yeah. get addicted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It stops you just losing hours staring at your phone screen. Absolutely. Now, um, Roddy, you said that you were going to go and see something. I did, yeah. Tell How to avoid staring at your phone screen is go into the theatre. I went to the Soho Theatre to see Liz Kingsman do One Woman Show. Right. Um, great fun. It was threatened to be matter it certainly was um it's since then she's been on the front page of the sunday times Ooh, magazine with God. is this the funniest woman in britain really Which is, you know, or is this the new funny woman or <gasps> in- Fab. incredible it was very good it was very unusual and um, it's very much in the vein of um uh, fleabag came from a one-woman show at the soho sure. and it's spoofing that and okay. slightly jibing at all the different um one-person shows that have come out as a result and are in a copycat vein um, and i don't have any doubt that you will find it elsewhere in the country at some point soon i'm sure she's either going to film it or it's going to go on tour or it's, it's going to explode That's, so it's really exciting yeah you know, the beginning of that the and you got that to, journey. to be there at the start yeah, yeah. great fun yeah. didn't interview her by any chance did you <laughs> oh darling she hasn't replied to my messages i'm being left, I'm being left on red uh. <laughs> anything exciting from your week um i'm just madly getting stuff together really oh, yeah, yeah just um yeah, uh, we've got student showcase uh, tomorrow night um, at the Bollis um, Drama Studio. Actually. Oh, right. So yeah, so that's going to be quite good. Running around um, like a yeah. fly. That's all. 
That's Fair all. enough. I mean, speaking of people running around getting things ready, you know what happens on the 1st of March? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, River Radio goes <gasps> live on DAB. I know. Isn't that exciting? I know. And it's so close. That's like two weeks' time. I know. We're going to be live across a vast area, like millions of people. It's very exciting. It is extremely exciting, and it's been so good to be part of this station from the beginning as well. Yeah, so. I mean, we're on show 46. What do, we, what do you mean we're only just turning on the, turning on the antennae? <laughs> it's <laughs> taken us this long to get any decent rapport going. <laughs> <laughs> this is decent, is it? Great. And then that means there's all the more people who will be able to play Name That Show. Now, you've been uncharacteristically generous with this first clip. Yes, I this have. This is quite long. 11 seconds to try Whoa. and work out from which musical this comes. Six feet under, but she was granted one more start. The convent of the sacred heart. Bum, 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 bum. That's it, yeah. Now, it's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's such a good song. Um, so if you know the name of the show that that song, that tiny sort of longer clip <laughs> came from, you can email joe, J-O, at river.radio and tell me what you think it is. Now, I've got my leaderboard spreadsheet out ready to put your name in there if you can get this on the first go. Uh, listen, we're going to play it another two times in the hour as well. Um, so you've still got a bit more time uh, to get on my leaderboard. But uh, let's play that again, Roddy. Six feet under, but she was granted one more start, the convent of the sacred heart. I love it. It's so good. Um, I feel a bit smug because I know what that is. But um, just just in case you're just joining us on Stage Door, I didn't know the last two weeks. So that's why I'm feeling pleased that I actually do recognise that good. one. I, good. Uh, would I know that song? Uh, yes, I would be able to work out the song. But of course, irrelevant. Anyway, it's the show you it's want. It's the show that we want. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Joe at River.Radio, let me know. We are ferreting around backstage, lifting the curtain to poke through what's been going on in the listings to bring you the gossip and the news. I know. That's ever so exciting, isn't it? So... What you got? Well, let me start with this, which is really exciting because mm-hmm. it's kind of connected with River Radio as well, is uh, the new cast... Well, there's a new production of Grease coming into the Dominion Theatre. Did you know? No, I did not It's know not that. my favourite show, but that's fine. But a lot of people love it. <laughs> no, they didn't consult you, darling. <laughs> Um, on the 3rd of May, it's opening mm-hmm. at the Dominion, and obviously the Dominion is uh, a major venue, so it's going to be there it's for a while, big, I'd imagine. Um, Peter Andre is playing Vince Fontaine, so he's going to be the draw card. Um, <laughs> Danny and Sandy are being played by Dan Partridge, who was Lincoln the Hairspray Tour, uh, who's also Mamma Me in the West End, and Olivia Moore, who is from Waitress. Oh, right. Um, so they play Danny and Sandy, but... One of our River Radio interviewee guests Ooh. is playing Rizzo. Who's that? And that is Jocasta Arm Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's so brilliant that uh, obviously she's been in um, Anne Juliet for a little while now. Um, but 
yeah, I can't wait now. That I can't cool. wait to go and see it because she's in it. It is lovely when you've got a friend <laughs> who you see doing well, that sort of vicarious joy for yeah. their, their career taking So up. that's a nice little, little bit of news there. How lovely. Um, I was looking locally to the watermill and the Wicker Husband. Yes. Uh, which is coming in March. Tell uh, me about 11th it. 11th of March, the 26th of March. It's the Wicker Husband based on the original short story by Ursula Wills. Um, and I, I mean, if you've never been to... The Watermill. I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's such a beautiful little oasis of calm. There are ducks waddling around. <laughs> you can go on a little walk through the fields. Um, the theatre itself, you know, lovely little cafe, the little lake and pond you can, well, pond you can walk around. Um, but yes, it's got uh, it's got a lot of puppetry in it. Um, uh, it's been, it, where are we? Puppetry direction designed by Finn Caldwell, who's the guy who worked on Alice with me. He's yes. an incredible puppetry director. He used to be an actor, worked at the RSC, and then sort of found himself doing so much more... Um, niche puppetry work nice. that he's made an entire career out of doing that Incredible good on you guy. good on you uh, but yes it's a it's a folk inspired new musical telling the story of the outsider uh, in a superficial world where beauty's only skin deep meet the so-called ugly girl oh uh, so that's that's it and there's some of the production photography from it looks lovely so that's uh, that's there from the 11th of march to the 26th of march nearby down the road here in the thames valley at watermill that's fantastic um some other amazing news um Agatha Christie's The Mousetrap. Oh, yeah. Guess how many years? Uh, oh, 50? 70. 70? 70 year <laughs> anniversary this year, Roddy. Does 70. It, does it get a jubilee? Do we all get a bank holiday? <laughs> That'd be nice. Well, it started in 1952, right? All right. 70 years ago. Um, that just blows my mind mm. that there could be, you know, somebody that's went as a teenager and, yeah. is, you know, could still see it now. <laughs> Maybe they go every year for a little uh, treat. But they're doing a 70-venue tour. Really? Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, in the UK and Ireland, yeah. That is cool. So it opens in uh, Nottingham in, in September, but uh, I just think that's really uh, – it's just quite mind-blowing that one show has been on for 70 yeah. years. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, go. Go into London and see The Mousetrap. I think it's one of the first things I saw with my mum when I came to this country. Oh, really? Yeah, because I knew it was like a <laughs> traditional kind of thing. How to sink your teeth into British culture and watch The Mousetrap. <laughs> I would be well up for doing a refreshed version of it. Um, oh, yeah. I don't need to change the story, obviously, because but I would love to do um, a sort of Art Deco set. Something that's a bit white, a bit cool. Um, what was the thing that we enjoyed with um, Sexy Priest at the Old Vic? Uh, uh, yeah, that. Um, present Laughter? I think was it was, um, yeah. That's kind of style. That sort of really classy, wealthy looking, but yeah. more, slightly more modern house. Yeah. Uh, just take it out from sort of a big old rambling country pile and put it somewhere a bit sparklier would nice. be my vibe. Like the Sunset Boulevard set. There is it? Go. Is it? Well, oh, look at this all coming together yeah. from last week to this week. <laughs> what else have you got? Uh, Singing in the Rain is coming back. Um, it's going on tour uh, and it opens on the 17th of March. Um, the closest for us in oh, the yeah. radio um, area is Woking uh, okay. Theatre. And it's got um, Adam Cooper's back. I don't know if you know Adam Cooper, an amazing. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Dancer, choreographer. Oh, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, okay. go on. Um, anyway, so he's he's back in the lead for some of the performances. Uh, Faye Tozer. 
Oh, yeah. From steps. Dung, dung, gung, gung, gung. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> just sit down, Roddy. Faye <laughs> um, from steps is also in some of the performances. So um, just have a Google of Singing in the Rain UK tour and uh, just have a look and see whether you can see it. Lovely. I was thinking of Adam Lambert is why my brain fired, oh. misfired. I was thinking of Queen. Um, now, there's a bite-sized festival going on at the Riverside Studios on uh, in London, um, just Hammersmith side. Uh, that's the bit of the river it's by. So if you just wander down the Thames Valley a little further in your barge and um, I like this idea we've I've only just spotted it and it's the last couple of events there's one called No One Is Coming and there's one called Sunday Morning both of them are bite-sized events essentially they've put on a festival of small pieces so you've not you're not committing to watch a whole um the whole genus of something you're not watching a sort of 45 minute R&D research and development exercise you're just watching just a little snippet which Aww. I think is great um, and so you know the tickets are cheaper you can go along and just experiment which I think is a great mm. idea and also at the Riverside Studios this is being plastered around uh, on all the marketing at stations at the minute is something called Ava the Secret Conversations have you seen a poster for that? No. Have you ever watched Downton? Yeah. Elizabeth McGovern who plays the, yeah. um, the, the American lady who runs the house and um, She's starring in it, which is pretty big. Mm. Um, she's there from the 10th of February, uh, so it opens today, until the 16th of April. Um, so that, it's about a fading star of Hollywood's golden age. Okay, here familiar. we go again. Yeah. Uh, living, in a quiet life, uh, living a quiet life in 80s London. Um, hires a journalist to write her biography in order to bring in much-needed income. Uh, and the journalist is excited. And then, obviously, we've got a, a femme fatale to deal with there. Mm. So big personalities. I think that looks quite fun. I think it looks quite a, unusual. Um, it's... Uh, only 90 minutes so what could possibly go wrong I like short sharp get, yep. get through it a little bit like we were talking to Al, my flatmate Alasdair who's touring with them, the Da Vinci Code the first half something like 50 minutes and the second half's an hour great thanks done perfect that's all you need yeah. why some theatres insist on giving me a sort of three and a half hour yeah, epic absolutely. cut it cut it <laughs> Um, another interesting show that's coming back is that it's the 10th anniversary production of The Kitchen Sink. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of that? I mean, I know The Kitchen Sink drama, but I don't know the play. Okay. So, it's at the Queen's Theatre in Hornchurch. Um, it's got an amazing cast. Ken Bradshaw, who was in More Horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sally George, uh, who was in The Rise and Fall of Little Voice. Um, yeah, it's going to be quite lovely I think Uh, this is the little synopsis things aren't going to plan for one Yorkshire family Martin's milk float is falling apart and something's up with Kath's sink Uh, (laughs) Billy's trying to get into art school with a portrait of Dolly Parton Uh, as you do Uh, Sophie's dreaming of her black belt whilst Pete a local plumber is quietly falling in love amidst the dramas and the dirty dishes something has to give uh, so it's directed by Carolyn Leslie and designed by Zoe Hurwitz. Um, so it should be oh, an original music composed by Jack Baxter. So that would be nice. Have you been to the Queen's Theatre? I have not. Before now? It's really lovely. It's, it's quite far away. Uh, you sit on the district line until you can't go any further. Okay. Uh, the district line used to come to Windsor. Mm. So, you know, right, right from this end, you go all the way through London and it trundles along and it takes a long time to get to. But it it feels like one of those buildings, a little bit like the Belgrade in Coventry, that once was a huge um, theatrical centre and is still going. It's still got, you know, the, the sort of the embers are there, the fire in the building is still going and it's still producing work, still generating stuff. Made in Dagenham was there. They do a really good job to try and keep theatre going. Um, back in central London, Anything Goes, which I missed yes, last time, yes, is yes. coming back. Now, we knew it was coming back. It's at the Barbican, July to September. Casting was to be announced, but since we were last on air, yep. they've announced who's going to be in it. Go. Kerry Ellis. Nice. Dennis Lawson. 
Okay. Simon Callow Ooh. and Bonnie Langford. It's quite a surprise. The picture of them wearing their tuxedos just strutting down. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, it's the same image. I always think it's odd when you've got exactly the same um, setup, exactly the same graphic design around them and then uh, different heads. In fact, in one case, my friend has literally had her face photoshopped onto the poster because they couldn't couldn't retake the whole image. But um, Carrie Ellis, obviously outstanding um, musical theatre star. Dennis Lawson is a hero. He's 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 probably hello. He's very famous for being in um, uh, Star Wars. He's in he he did a Star Wars. Um, Do you know who his nephew is? No. Ewan McGregor. Of course. Uh, so they're sort of yeah. keeping it in the family. He's been, I mean, I know him. I grew up with him in um, Holby or Casualty, one of those. But he, he's got a very dry sense of humour. He's one of those people who often plays um, straight parts, but you can see there's a glint in his eye. Simon Callow, your friend of mine. Yes, He was at absolutely. the Arts Theatre when we were all those years ago. I know. <laughs> 11 years ago. <laughs> and Bonnie Langford. Awesome. Incredible. So that's the end of thing goes, Barbican, July. That's a nice, fresh... Yeah, it is. It's a nice change, yeah. on it. and interesting that they've they've slightly upped the number of people that they're publicising it with as well. It's not just, just one big lead and a couple of others, yeah. right? Okay, let's a bit more on. Uh, yeah, I'm excited mo- to go. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I'd more likely see this one than the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we have a song? Good idea. And then we'll come back with some more. Well, in the middle of our party. Oh. <laughs> you want to land a roll of a lifetime well you better get down on one knee cause you could play the life of the party if you can pray with me For love, all I need is room to fight, hand in fist and glove. Point me to the sky, it's my turn to fly. Don't you wanna be the life of the party? Don't you wanna be the top of the heap? This is where the jamboree. the wine. Let the drinks pour. Let the crowds roar. Let the heavens only cheer. Till the sunrise brings the goodbye. 
Isn't that fun? I don't know that. I've never listened to the whole Wild Party. I've never okay. seen it. Got some really good songs in it. Yeah, that was really a cracker. Yeah. Right, well, we're in the middle of lifting the curtain. Uh, I've got something here which I'm excited about, which is the old Vic. Do you know Papa said you? Mm. Um, uh, he was, he's done a load of stuff. He was uh, Hamlet at the RSC. Okay. He is currently, I hadn't realised this, this is just something that's popped up and I was like, how have I missed this? This, mm. is, uh, this is how much is happening at the minute that it can slip through your fingers like sand. Uh, he's in a Carol Churchill play called A Number until the 19th of March at the Old Vic in London. Okay. Um, it's about um, parent. It's about every parent makes mistakes, and, and this parent makes a lot of them. And thirty-five years later, his only child realizes he's not alone. Um, and so Lenny James and Papa said you play father and sons, and it's a drama about what it costs to start again. But it's had incredible reviews. I mean, the number of five wow. stars on the website is frankly vulgar. Um, <laughs> the Guardian have given it five stars. Reviews Ooh. Hub say um, this Old Vic production is the best and brightest sibling by far. Um, what's on stage? A masterpiece. The Evening Standard Tour de Force. So I can't believe this has sort of slipped me by, passed me by. And so when, when's it on till? It's on now. now. It's a number. It's on till the 19th of March at the Old Vic. Great. I should be able to catch that. That sounds amazing. Great. What you got? Um, I was going to talk about the Reading Rep Theatre. Oh, yeah. So nice, um, sort of the other ends of the Thames Valley for us. Um, I, I don't know that we've really sort of noticed what a great company this is. So it's Reading's resident professional theatre company um, and it's combining high-class productions and groundbreaking education in the community as well. Uh, there we go. It's a little bit like Jam, isn't it? <laughs> um, and it's started uh, with artistic director Paul Stacey and the company, um, you know, develops lots of new interesting theatre, um, including, you know, from leading theatre makers, including Barney Norris, Roy Alexander Weiss, Mischief Theatre, etc. Lots of collabs with Arcola Theatre, Oxford Playhouse and so forth. So they've got a really amazing um, series of shows coming up. So the season um, at the moment, is they've called it Reborn, mm-hmm. and it's a new chapter connecting community to culture, uh, featuring beloved classics and bold contemporary new writing. So we have Dorian um, that has already happened. So that happened in October, November. Then it went to the Christmas Carol um, in December. And now we have coming up um, Jekyll and Hyde and Midsummer Night's Dream. So there's quite a few. It's it's like part of their whole series, if that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, and it should be really, really interesting to see something so local and so interesting. The artwork and the vibe of their... their rep yeah. season is just stunning as well. Whoever is in charge of that, uh, well done you. Um, but if you want to just have a look either at their Facebook or their website, it's Reading Rep Theatre. If you want to, I kind of feel like it's going to be the start of something quite major. To oh, be honest. Yeah. Well, that's nice. You've got a feeling in your bones. Yeah. Yeah, those old bones of mine. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to mention is obviously the Oscar nominations came out. Oh, yes. And there's a lot of theatre. And musicals in there, which is fantastic. Now, uh, Steven Spielberg's been uh, nominated seven times for West Side Story. Really? Seven wow. different categories, so that should be good. And Jessie Buckley, who's currently starring yeah. in Cabaret, she's nominated for the Best Supporting Actress I in The that. Lost Daughter. I'm really excited that Judy's had, you know, she's the oldest person ever to be nominated yep. as a Supporting Incredible. Actress. But it's yep. slightly overshadowed that Jessie Buckley <laughs> has also had a nomination, which is amazing. I know, I know. I, I missed that as well uh, originally. Um, you mentioned Dame Judi Dench. She's in the same category mm. as um, 
the Anita actress for West Side. Oh, really? Uh, Jesse Buckley. Nowhere, yeah, yeah. Jesse Buckley and uh, Joan Judy Dench for Belfast. Um, now, Belfast itself. Uh, um, oh, who was it? Um, uh, Kenneth Branagh. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just escaping me. Um, also has four uh, other nominations, which is quite incredible. Uh, the musical Cyrano uh, has been nominated for Best Costume Design. The movie Tragedy of Macbeth has got three nominations as well. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, we've talked about several times. Oh, uh, yeah. The movie version that Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, reconstructed. Uh, Andrew Garfield, who plays um, Jonathan Larson in that, is got uh, a nomination for the Best Actor in Leading Role. It's also got Best editing but Lin-Manuel Miranda also wrote the best original song category um, nomination for Encanto Mm. so there's loads of mega talent I was reading about that because they didn't know that the um, everyone's talking about Bruno or whatever the song's yep. called. Everyone knows Bruno. What's, yeah, what's, <laughs> what is it? What's wrong with Something Bruno? Something about Bruno, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I know it's about Bruno. I know that they have to nominate the song. They have to put it forwards to the Academy for consideration before the film had been released. Oh, so no. they didn't know that that was the song that was going to take off. Um I've got some good news. Go. That we were a bit worried about Norden Farm um, because it's... Um, funding is under threat. Yep. But um, the council's done its budget consultation report. They've had, th- <laughs> because of the storm and because of people's passion about yeah. this, they've had three times the number of responses that they've <gasps> had uh, wow. that they had last time. And the top investment priority, supported by a thousand people, was arts and culture, including Norden Yay! Farm and Old Court. So hopefully, well done, <laughs> hopefully they'll listen to that. That's fantastic. Right. Well, this is River Radio. You can listen on our website, River Radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. So for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio, and in two weeks' time, you can find us on DAB. Right, well, we'll polish off this section by telling you our pick of the week. And it's mine. Great. And it's the collaboration at the Young Vic. So it's just a bit the old Vic. Just hop, skip and a jump about 30 seconds down the road to the Young Vic. Yeah. Vic. This opens on the 16th of February. It's on to the 2nd of April. And the reason it's my pick is that Paul Bettany is in it. Ah! Now, we get very excited about big names from Hollywood coming over, but this is a homegrown star. Paul Bettany is back on stage as the iconic Andy Warhol. So it's set in New Ooh. York in 1984. Andy Warhol's star is fading because at that point, what is he, 56? And Jean-Michel Basquiat is the new wonder kid taking the art world by storm. That's played by Jeremy Pope. So it's a big new play, big bold new play by Anthony McCartan, directed by Kwame Kweama, and that is the collaboration at the Young Vic until the 2nd of April. And I'm going because if Paul Bettany's in it, it's going to be good. It will be. (laughs) Right, part two of Name That Show. Name That Show Understandable, understandable. Yes, it's perfectly understandable. <laughs> I really want to sing the next line. You can, as long as your larynx is high. That very thin sound of <laughs> yeah, well, very... it. Well, I had to just crowbar up a little bit. It would caught me by surprise. Do you want to listen to that again? Please. Without me. Understandable, understandable. Yes, it's perfectly understandable. Yeah, so 
Go on, sing was, a bit. Da, 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 ba, da, 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 da. Very good. Okay, close, you close got there. the job. You got yeah. the job. <laughs> uh, if you know what show that little snippet of music comes from, email me, joejo at river.radio, and get on my leaderboard. Uh, we give prizes for people who can guess things accurately and quickly. Uh, so just get in there, joe at river.radio. What show does that song come from? You've got one more opportunity to hear a different part of the song a bit later on in the hour. Uh, now, Joe, that cream formica object that sits on the desk and scares me looks awfully like... Oh, look, it's ringing. Yeah. What on earth am I supposed to do What are you it? meant to do How with do the I telephone? Oh, I don't know. Can I just make it go Could away? Can you pick it up, please? Hello. Hi, Joe and Roddy. This is Dave. Really, really love the show. Um, I like to request um, Beauty School Dropout from the musical Grease. Um, I think it's one of the funniest songs, if not the funniest song in the show, um, by the great Frankie Avalon. Um, I just wish I had his good looks and his hair. <laughs> I feel you on the hair. <laughs> Lovely that we get to hear a bit of Grease, so here's this week's ring-in request. Your story sad to tell a teenage ne'er do well, most mixed up, non delinquent on the block. Your future's so unclear now. What's left of your career now? Can't even get a trade in on your smile. No graduation day for you, beauty school dropout Missed your midterms and flunked shampoo Well, at least you could have taken time To wash and clean your clothes up After spending all that dough to have The doctor fixed your nose up Baby, get moving why keep your feeble hopes alive? What are you proving? You've got the dream, but not the drive. If you go for your diploma, you could join us then open. Turn in your teens and comb and go back to high school. Beauty school dropout. Hanging around the corner store, beauty school dropout. It's about time you knew the score. Well, they couldn't teach you anything. You think you're such a looker, but no customer would go to you unless she was a hooker. Don't sweat it You're not cut out to hold the job Better forget it Who wants their hair done by a slob Now your bangs are curled Your lashes twirl Still the world is cruel Wipe off that angel face Go back to high school 
Baby, don't blow it Don't put my good advice to shame Baby, you know it Even dear Ivy say the same Now I've called the shot Get off the pot I've really gotta fly Gotta be going to that malt shop in the That's the role that Peter Andre is going to be playing at the Dominion. Is it? Yeah. So thanks, Dave, for that little recommendation. Yes, I hope you enjoyed sumptuous. it. Listen, we've got a couple of people that have already guessed what the name of that show is. Have you? Which column are they in then? Uh, well, it's obviously the second guest. Oh, well, I didn't know. I wasn't keeping tabs on okay, when they messaged in. All right. Well, I think the first one was a little bit confusing. They've okay. got it from the second one. Very we've both, good. We've got Liz and Joanne have both got that. Congratulations. Yeah. Very so. nice. Uh, well, from success, success to dismal failure, it's time for the quiz. There's lots still to come here on Stage Door, including our spotlight interview with Julia Cave. But for now, it's time for me to expose my ignorance. Uh, You're going to be fine, honey. You're going to be fine. So um, we're going to do uh, what is the song. Okay, I'm going to give you the first few words of a well-known musical theatre song. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me what you think the song is. The song, not the show. Yeah, it's nice and easy. Okay, so question one. (laughs) Nice and easy, she says. (laughs) Set up for a fall. Uh, not at all. So, uh, number one, I won't send roses or hold the door. <laughs> I won't send roses or hold the door. Okay, yeah. That's number one. Two, it's astounding time is fleeting. <laughs> I think you should sing it, yeah. It's astounding time is fleeting. Yeah. Okay. Three, there's a grief that can't be spoken. <laughs> Three. There's a grief yeah. that can't be spoken. Yeah. Four. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Uh, I mean, I can guess what it's from. Um, Jack and Jill went up the hill to the fetch a pail of water. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And the final one. It's a very ancient saying, but a true and honest thought. It's a very ancient saying, but a true and honest thought. Okay. Yeah, I've got an idea. Do you but need it's some very help? much a guess. I desperately need help. There are a couple of those. I have the first one. Go on, what's the first one? I won't send roses yeah. or hold the door. What is that? <laughs> help me. Roddy R O D Y at River Dot Radio. I'm so happy. I could eat you up, I really could. You know what I'd like to do, Mr. Top. What I dream is the business says it's good. Where I'd really like to go in a year or so. 
Don't you wanna know? Of course. Do you really wanna know? Yes, I do. By the sea, Mr. Todd, that's the life I covet. By the sea, Mr. Todd, oh, I know you'd love it. You and me, Mr. T, we could be alone in a house where we'd almost own. Down by the sea, anything you say, wouldn't that be smashing? Think how snug it'll be underneath our flannel when it's just you and me and the English Channel in our cosy retreat kept on the and tidy. We'll have chums over every Friday by the sea. Don't you love the weather by the sea? We'll grow all It'll be so quiet, then all come by it, except a seagull. Oh, oh. We shouldn't try it, though, till it's legal for two. But a seaside wedding could be devised, me rumble bedding legitimised, me eyelids a flutter or turn into butter. The moment I mutter, I do. By the Sea from Sweeney Todd, and that was Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, I thought it was going to be Under the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. D- different show. <laughs> so time is up, Roddy. Oh, great. Okay, how much help did you get? Uh, let me just check my emails with expectation and delight. Oh, no, just a reminder from HMRC. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Just what you need. Um, okay, so I gave you the first few words of um, songs from mm. musical theatre, and you had to guess what the song was. So the first one was, I won't send roses or hold the door. I won't send roses or hold the door. I can't, I don't know. The song is actually called, I won't send roses. Oh, cheat, <laughs> cheat. And do you know the show? Uh, no. Mac and Mabel. Right. Okay. Oh, weird. I'd have thought it was a more mainstream one. I would have been expecting yeah. to kick myself okay. for recognising. All right. Okay. Uh, number two. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Time warp. That is correct. Let's do the time warp again. From the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Very good. Yes. Three. You can have two ticks because you got the show as well. Really? Yeah. Go okay. On. That's very go. generous. You're welcome. Uh, there's a grief, and it can't be spoken. Uh, that's Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. From? Les Mis. Very good. Do I get a double? Double. <laughs> Where's your no, second it, one? It can't play two whilst the other <laughs> one's going. Yeah. All right, now you had trouble with this one for Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. I'm guessing it's from Into the Woods, but I have no idea what the song is. No. Oh. It's Naughty from Matilda. Oh, <laughs> my oh. Jack and Jill. Went up the hill. Is that the opening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that is I got very you on that one. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last one was: it's a very ancient saying, but a true and honest thought. 
Everyone, anyone can whistle? No, I can see why you said oh. that though. Uh, getting to know you from The King and I. Uh, I did recognise it. I have seen it, but I probably watched that when I was about nine, cuddled up on the sofa. Okay, so you got two yeah, and a half. I wouldn't say it was a respectable showing, no. <laughs> Let's hope uh, next week's a little bit stronger. Yeah. <laughs> well, wish me luck. Uh, now, we're going to crack our way into the vault. Oh, uh, right. So um, get, get everything you need. Bring all your valuables, yeah, keys, that. phone, wallet, mask. Yep. Okay, right, we're in. Yep. And then, now, I think we're alone now. Right, we're going to rattle through. Oh, and I've got an unusual one for you. Okay, S. We yeah. had S last week as well. Yeah, I know. We've had a little flurry of S's. This one is Saving Mr. Banks. Ooh. Now, I've gone for film, but from a universe that um, obviously has been very popular on stage. Have you seen it? I have. It's gorgeous. Now, this yeah. is one that I took on tour with me. Now, for people who don't know what it's like being on tour, you can get a bit homesick. You sort of run out of routine. You, you know, you're staying in digs or in hotels. Mm. You don't really know where you are. And so sometimes taking familiar DVDs and things mm. that are comforting is rather nice you know i take a little a little do you remember dvds anyone under 20 um and you take along a little set with you but i took saving mr banks which i hadn't seen which is always a risk when you've got the selection of a whole load of bond classics or saving nice. mr banks but i thought i fancied something new and mm-hmm. i was going to give it about five minutes and see if i thought it was worthwhile put the dvd on opening shot pans up on emma thompson and having forgotten what this was i went well, it's going to be good. Yeah. And immediately you relax because you recognise the star of it. It is essentially, uh, uh, based in some fact, I think, but largely apocryphal, um, retelling of the P.L. Travers story that brought us Mary Poppins. That's right. So that's why I thought we could do it. You know, if for those of you might have joined the dots, Mr. No, Banks, cool. obviously. Yeah. Mr. Max from Mary Poppins. And then uh, I just thought it, it's a really lovely story. It's about um, Pamela P.L. Travers travelling to Los Angeles. And it's about seeing this sort of um, matriarchal uh, English woman completely at, at sea um, in uh, the glitz and glam of Hollywood. You've got yeah. the wonderful Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney, who's setting up, you know, he's creating the park, the, the theme park, which is a complete anathema to her. She's got her beautiful creations, which were, were then in a series of books, you know, she'd written all of these books, yeah. and then she can see them being taken by the Sherman Brothers and created into songs that she just can't I love that scene in particular where she's there with them around the piano. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a whole load of that where, <laughs> where she's just absolutely shocked by what they're coming up with, you know, super kind of fragilistic, I think there's a couple of jokes about it. well it's just absolute nonsense um it is a great it's a great film it's quite long and it, and it and it tells very much the sort of backstory between her upbringing and why she is like she is it's quite emotional and then seeing her watch the film come to life is mm. just joyous i've got a shiver coming down my spine just remembering that, that moment um there's a lot of twists and turns in it you know the the relationship with disney is very difficult and actually you see uh, the genesis of disney w- yes. what it was doing what it wanted to do and you can see both its triumphs and its, its potential failures. pitfalls yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's beautiful it is a, it's a great film i highly recommend it gosh i'm just looking at the cast list did you know ruth wilson was in it i'd forgotten that I must have watched it before I properly clocked who she is. Colin Farrell's in it as Helen's father, yeah. on whom the Banks character is based. So you sort of see where she's drawn Mr. Banks and that difficult father figure. Uh, but I think it's rather lovely. And the score by Thomas Newman, so obviously it incorporates bits of the original music, but the sure. score by Thomas Newman uh, was nominated for a BAFTA, it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Score. And so I just thought we'd listen to a little bit, which is rather magical, called Spit Spot. Lovely. Um, so there's no lyrics in this. It's just a bit of orchestra- oh, orchestral from the film. Beautiful. Lovely. Something a bit different on stage talk.
I just think that's beautiful. Um, the music is great, and it, the whole story is magical, and appropriately so for something that's telling us about the, the early days of Disney. I think it's also really important to appreciate the composers. Yeah. And how just, you know, it's there's a lot going on in there. Yeah, yeah. To create the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, it's got an 84% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty impressive. Okay. Even the critics have given it 80%, which is a, it's a good score. Mm. The poster has got um, P.L. Travers stood next to Walt Disney. She's looking a bit grumpy. And then the silhouette is of... Mary Poppins, Poppins holding yeah. an umbrella next to um, next to Mickey, which is just gorgeous. Nice little thing from the designer there. Yeah, yeah. It's a very special little film. It's two hours and it's streaming on Disney. So you can tuck yourself up on a wet afternoon Fabulous. and go and watch Saving Mr. Banks. Make sure you do that. And you're listening to River Radio. We're online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa. We're Listen Again on our website and we're a podcast on Apple and Spotify, which is the way my friends like to listen to it. Yeah. And very, very, very soon in a couple of weeks, we will be on DAB. <laughs> Start the clock. Right. Well, still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. But now to our Spotlight interview. <laughs> And this is with the lovely Julia Cave. Now, she's an incredible choreographer and movement director. Oh, nice. So I think it's quite nice to get different types of people in. I do love how we're taking an absolute smorgasbord of different alleyways in the profession. Great. Uh, We have the gorgeous and talented Julia Cave with us today at Stage Door. Hooray! (laughs) Woohoo! Julia, I've been trying to get you on this programme for a while, but you're a busy girl. Well, yes, yes. (laughs) I'm scared of interviews as well, so... Oh, is that the truth? now is that what it's about okay well hopefully you'll realize it's quite a relaxing nice little chat cup of tea you know you're fine so I wanted everybody to understand kind of roles there are out in our creative industry and you've gone from being a performer to being a movement director and choreographer which I think is really really interesting and I think people would love to hear what that means and the kind of stuff you've done so Let's start at the beginning. Just do a really brief, how did you get into doing this? As you said, I started as a performer. I trained at Mount View in musical theatre and then did sort of plays and musicals and various different things for about seven years, I think. Mm-hmm. And then on jobs was starting to be dance captain or being asked, or could you do a bit of movement or a bit of choreography as well as being in it? And I started to realise that I much preferred that. So I switched over to the creative side in about I think 2015, 16. Yeah, absolutely love it. Well, that's interesting that people saw that and offered it to you and noticed something about you in that respect. I've obviously worked with you at Jam Theatre and Mm. your vision and your ideas are a little bit different, quite interesting and very connected with the music, which is why I loved working with you. And you would come up with the right thing for those people, but probably something that we wouldn't have thought of, you know, which is which is great. So your mind is obviously whirring around constantly, even when you are a performer, for people to identify that in you. You're right in the fact of, for me, it's about finding the right thing for that job or for for the people you're working with, which I suppose is why I sit in the sort of choreography and movement world. And Mm. I think I am sort of equally parts of both of those. Absolutely. You don't come with a preconceived idea either which is great you know it's not here's the song and you've done it without meeting the people and seeing what 
they're able to do. And I think that's why, you know, your stuff works so brilliantly. So you have now been doing all of that for a little while now. And are you enjoying your new direction? Yeah. I mean, it feels sort of back to right job to job to job now, but I suppose I've sort of got a mental note of how I ideally like to work within a room with other people. Yeah. Things that I do that work, if that sort mm-hmm. of makes sense. And also just a huge appreciation. I knew I loved my job, but I didn't quite realise how much I love my job and oh. how happy it makes me when I am working. Oh, that's amazing, so, isn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah, the gratefulness and just the resilience that everybody has, it's it has brought everybody together. And when you're working on those productions and struggling through all of the things that are constantly thrown at you, it it does feel amazing when you then get to the end product. Yeah. And actually produce what you Mm. tried to do. Yeah. Um, Now at the moment you've been working on quite a few things. You directed a panto in Newark. Yeah. What panto was that? It was Dick Whittington. Lovely. Yeah. Good old standard. You've also been doing Hamlet as well. Yes, I have. That's currently on in Guildford. So how did you get your ideas across in Hamlet? I mean, it's not dancing, surely, is it? No, no, there's definitely no dancing, unfortunately. (laughs) Lots of dying, but not much dancing. So it was working with a director I've worked with quite a few times before and I was brought into the process quite late just because of budget and timings and things initially it was to work on all of the transitions between the scenes which maybe sounds like not very interesting thing but I think that transitions in shows can really make a show yeah the sort of the language of the show and really lift it so essentially it was a lot of moving this table here bringing on a coffin bringing on a whiskey decanter and all of that but how do we make that within the world and we didn't really know on the first day it was all to be found in rehearsals which is sometimes quite a scary thing going in not having prepared any sort of steps or moves as such but just going in and seeing what there is but I love that because you're working with the people's capability as well yeah um which is really important but also it's that organic embryonic kind of exploration isn't it which is so exciting but you know you have the ability to do that and you need to obviously trust yourself that that will come and you will see what needs to be yeah I obviously knew the play very well and I talked to the director about the kind of world that we were in and we wanted to create these sort of Baroque style paintings within the transitions. So that was the idea and it it took a few days to sort of get exactly what that was. Um, But when we did, I think it really, really adds something to the show. Oh, you got me Um, intrigued now. (laughs) Um, Going from Hamlet, then you're doing also children's theatre, which is, you know, something you used to perform in as well, wasn't it? With puppetry and all those amazing things. So tell us about the show you did with puppetry and then the one that you're working on right now. I did a few children's and family shows that have incorporated puppetry and I absolutely love it. I think I've had the most creative times on those shows. And often they are devised in the room as well. So there's a story that we want to follow, but it's completely created by the the team, including the actors. And I love working on multidisciplinary shows. So where it's got music and dance and, and puppets and all sorts of things and how those different sorts of skills come together to create a really exciting show. And now you are doing a fabulous show called? Yes, The Smeds and the Smooths. Okay, now what the heck are those? They're little aliens. It's one of Julia Donaldson's newest books and it's Romeo and Juliet as aliens in space. Oh, okay. (laughs) With lots of puppets, lots of aliens. Yeah, so it's a story about different cultures 
coming together. Fabulous. I know that's going to be on at the Waterman's Arts Centre in Brentford. Now that's probably the closest to our Thames Valley audience. That's near Q and it's a really lovely space actually. That's on from the 15th to the 18th of February and that's with Tall Stories and of course they've done other Julia Donaldson books like The Gruffalo as well and so hopefully some of our families can go and see that one and uh, see what you did with the puppetry and the movement and everything. Now um, you've got a few more Shakespeare plays coming up haven't you which ones yes. in particular Twelfth Night is on May June in for the East London Shakespeare Festival oh, and then I'm, and I'm doing a fellow for Changeling Theatre who I've worked with for a few years which tours Sussex and Kent do you have any passion projects that you would love to have an opportunity to do? I love working with actor musicians so I'd love to do a huge actor musician musical I think that would be my favourite thing to do So if anybody's listening out there that's a director of a musical with actor musicians, this lady would like to (laughs) give it a chance to do the movement and the choreography of it. So I'll have to now start get my own thinking cap on that one Julia (laughs) so that we can work together again listen all the very very best for what's coming up Hamlet and Guildford we will give the dates and times for that shortly and of course the Waterman's Arts Centre with the Smets and the Smooths you kids get out there and have some fun with that one Julia Cave thank you so much for your time today and sharing what you do in the industry Thank you, Joe. Yay. Thank you, Julia. Um, I enjoyed when I was at Bury St Edmunds, the Theatre Royal there, that she's done so much for them that she's all over all of the marketing, front of house. Like, she's on the front of the brochure. She's at the gala night. I was like, that's Julia. She's such a recognisable figure. No, she is indeed. And those dates for Hamlet um, doesn't... Oh, it looks like it's finished. What? You're just having a little frantically doing some research over there. Unless well, it's somewhere else. Something else I was going to say is that she... Oh, it has been extended. Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, it's at the Holy Trinity Church in Guildford, and it's Freddie Fox starring as Hamlet. Oh, wow. Yeah. When's that on till? Does it, say, does it tell you? Um, I always find it fascinating when a choreographer comes into the room to work with actors because my initial feeling is panic because I think I'm going to be given steps. Mm. And then you watch them see the world so differently. It's it's absolutely fascinating. They sort of, they can see opportunities for movement. A little bit, I suppose, the sort of equivalent is when I'm banging my head against a wall because someone doesn't realise they've got a joke in a script, is them going, how can you not see that moving that foot is going to look smoother and then you can get round there? It's, it is another language. And continuing our series of talking to people in different avenues of the industry, next week we've got somebody who records audiobooks. So okay. Joe Jameson will be in the spotlight chair next week. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, there's, there's something I need to tell you about oh, yeah. next week, oh, Roddy. Right. What's that? Um, I have got another co-host for you. <gasps> Yes. Next week and for the next three weeks. Oh, right. So this isn't you telling me you're off forever. <laughs> no, no okay. not at all. No. Um, you know, I was planning to go to Australia to mm. see my gorgeous parents. Um, so that was delayed right. uh, for COVID reasons. Um, so I'm finally getting a chance to finally go. Finally going. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'm pleased you're able to get out there for a little sabbatical from stage door as well. Well, I'll bring back lots of information, I'm sure, about what's happening over there. <laughs> and I hope you've left them with quiz questions. Uh, they are creating their own quiz questions. <laughs> oh, no. Wish me luck. <laughs> That's a nice quickie. I love that. If I've done that first, everybody would get it. Exactly. I was going to say, if you don't know it by now, uh, then there's no hope because that is. The show that comes from is. 
Chicago. Chicago. And that and was We Both Reached for the Gun. That's right, yeah. yeah. Long title. Well done. So if you got that right, congratulations. Who was yeah, it? Liz? Liz and Joanne. Liz and Joanne, they are on the leaderboard. Well done. Uh, well, we'll play you out with a full track of We Both Reached for the Gun from Chicago, but for this week, that's it from us. That is. And so join Roddy and his new co host next week at 11 on River Radio for more from, from the, the stage door. Mr. Billy Flynn in the press conference rag. Notice how his mouth never moves. Almost. Where'd you come from? Mississippi. And your parents? Very wealthy. Where are they now? Six feet under. But she was granted one more start. The convent of the sacred heart. How old were you? Don't remember. Then what happened? I met a mess and he stole my heart away, convinced me to elope one day. Oh, you poor dear, I can't believe what you've been through. A convent girl, a runaway marriage. Now tell us, Roxy, who's Fred Casely? My ex-boyfriend. Why'd you shoot him? I was leaving. Was he angry? Fred, move along. She knew that she was doing wrong. Then describe it. He came toward me. With a pistol. From my bureau. Did you fight him? Like a tiger. He had strength and she had none. And yet we both reached for the gun. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, we both, oh, yes, we both, oh, yes, we both reached for the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh, yes, we both reached for the gun, for the gun. Understandable, understandable, yes, it's perfectly understandable, comprehensible, comprehensible, not a bit reprehensible, it's so deep.